welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. All right, so I'm pretty excited to share with you today the idea of intermittent e-fasting. And it is exactly what it sounds like. Periodic, ever-increasing stretches of time away from electronic devices. I've been working on this the last several days. It has had an immediate and very beneficial impact on a lot of things. On my marriage, on my work ethic, on my prayer life, on the time that I need to just think And I hope that you'll find it beneficial as well. There's a strategy involved in this. So I'm not just going to tell you to go out and figure out what intermittent is all about and plug it into your cell phone usage. I really want you to see the strategy by which it all comes together. So that's what we'll be talking about today. This is, in some senses, a follow-up to an episode we did recently. Back on May the 27th, episode 37 was called the 30-Day Fast. So let me briefly reintroduce some ideas from that, and then today's concept jumps off of it. We talked about how, biblically speaking, there is a lot of fasting in Scripture. But outside of one particular case, perhaps, under the law of Moses, it was not a command for all of God's people. It was an optional pursuit that an individual could engage in when they needed to focus on more important things. They fasted in the sense that they gave up something normal. It's not that they gave up something sinful. You should have given up all of that already. They took something normal, maybe even needful, and for a period of time, they set it aside. But it wasn't just about the discipline not to do something, which, of course, biblically speaking, was typically skipping meals, fasting in the traditional eating sense. It wasn't just about controlling your ability to say no. It was about replacing that with something more important and using the urge as a trigger to do something more important. This is why in the New Testament, old as well, you see the idea of fasting and praying put together. And it wasn't always for 30 days, by the way. In fact, that was pretty rare. Most of the fasting maybe was for a day or a week or something like that. But when you got hungry, instead of eating, you said, no, I'm not going to eat today. Whenever I get hungry, I'll sit down and pray. And so we talked about how it doesn't have to be food, but something that could benefit you is over the next 30 days, initiate a replacement strategy. So if you watch tons of Netflix every night, but you also acknowledge that you're not doing a very good job with your Bible reading, then come up with a schedule for the next 30 days that says three nights a week, no Netflix. How will you live? I don't know. Let us know. Let us know how you made it. But whenever you have the urge to go watch that episode, instead you will sit down for Bible study. It doesn't have to be seven days a week. But over the course of 30 days, you put that strategy into place and you stay consistent with that. Maybe it's even something healthy and good, but you need to replace it for something a bit more vital. Perhaps you're a reader. You love to read. You read every morning when you get up. 
all different kinds of books, but you're not moving. You're not getting anywhere near 30 minutes a day of exercise. The 30-day fast says, for the next month, I will pick a certain amount of those mornings and I will fast on the reading and replace it with a walk. So that was the basic idea that we laid out in the previous episode. But here's the thing, though. There are some things in our lives that we do want to do less or put aside and replace it with spiritual goals. But if we aren't careful, and this goes way back to early episodes, Be Wise Small, we try to do something too big. We commit for too long a period of time. We're not ready for that. We love to do that. For the next 30 days, I'm going to run every day. Or I'm not going to pick up my cell phone one time. Well, look, neither one of those strategies are going to work out very well for you. You run every single day. You're going to be cramping all the time. You try to go 30 days without your phone. It will be unnecessarily penalizing, and you may need your phone for things. So I've come at it from a different angle. I do still hold on to the idea of trying this for 30 days. What I'm going to suggest to you today, particularly as it relates to electronics, particularly for me, as it relates to the usage of my cell phone, this intermittent fasting approach, I do want to do it for 30 days. I should be able to stick with whatever I'm laying out here for that period of time, but it doesn't mean complete abstinence from the product. That just wouldn't work for me. I don't know about you, but I need my cell phone every day. The church here, the members communicate with me via texting and calls pretty much every day of my life. It's my primary approach to reading emails or things that are important. So in that way, it's not like Netflix or one of my favorite fiction books. It has a daily importance in my life. However, lest I start to sound like I'm defending regular and ongoing cell phone use, most of the time I'm holding it in my hand, I'm wasting time. So some change was needed. I spend way too much time scrolling through social media, reading things that don't matter, just so I can keep scrolling to read more things that don't matter. I read a bunch of articles that don't really matter, track a bunch of sports scores that don't really matter, and play a game. I usually keep at least one game going that really totally doesn't matter. So I knew some change was needed. Is there anybody else listening that can relate to this? Can you relate to this? Maybe it's your iPad at home or your computer, but for most of us, it's our cell phone. And there are several reasons why we need to find a way. It may not be put it in a drawer for 30 days, but it might be intermittent fasting for 30 days. And if you're looking for reasons to do it, I'm about to lay out the strategy for how you do it. But if you're looking for more reasons, the first one I just gave you is most of us can admit that most of that interaction is a waste of time. You know what the Bible says about this. You know that the Bible talks in James about how we're just a vapor that appears here for a little while and then vanishes away. How sad would it be to get to the end and it all passed so quickly and then come to the realization of how many precious hours I spent electronically engaged unto no benefit. I'm over that. I'm ready for a new strategy. I'm addicted, so I can't just throw it in the drawer for a month. I can't just replace it with something else. I need an approach to that. But that's the first thing is that it's a waste of time. The second thing is, while that time is being wasted on the iPad or the cell phone, 
other great things aren't getting done. Remember the idea in the Bible of fasting, you set aside something so that you can replace it with something more important. Well, in Ephesians chapter 5, we're told in verse 15 to be careful how you walk, not as unwise men, but as wise men, making the most of your time. Now, it's not just that wasting your time is unwise. It's that the days are evil and passing quickly, and wise men want to do better things with their time than that. So as you keep reading in Ephesians 5, he lists five really great things. Number one, understand what the will of the Lord is. Number two, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Number three, speak to God's people and sing with God's people. Number four, give thanks for all things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And number five, be subject to one another. Think about that list. What would you do with one extra hour, one extra hour per day that you had intentionally set aside to understand God's will better, be influenced by the Holy Spirit, speak to or sing with God's people, express thanksgiving to God, or subject yourself in service to another. People say, man, that'd be great, but where can I ever find the time for that? I'm just here to tell you, I can already testify one week in, you already have the time for that. You just have to forge it in an intentional way. And here's the strategy, intermittent fasting. Have you ever read about that in terms of eating? It's this idea that if you can go a long stretch of hours, not days, hours without eating, there comes a point after about 18 hours that there's some incredible benefit for your body. I won't get into the science on that. I am a doctor, but I'd bore you. Okay, strike that. I'm not a doctor. But one of my best friends in the world is huge into intermittent fasting, and he's seen some incredible health benefits from it. But here's how it started. It didn't start with him. He can go 24 hours now, by the way. Two or three days a week, he goes 24 hours without eating. He didn't start like that, of course. He started by just stretching out the distance between breakfast and lunch a little bit until eventually, after a few days, he was able to create some space enough to have a breakfast and an early dinner and then go to sleep and make it through the night He continued to stretch that until he was able to get down to, occasionally, one meal a day. Now, if I tried to do that, and in fact I did try to do that, I started with too large of an intermittent gap. Intermittent means on and off. You know, you do it for a little while, and then you you eat, and then you do it for a little while, and and then you eat. Well, I tried to make that gap too large, and I just have to tell you, I, I lose my head. I get really dizzy and strange if I don't eat. But it turns out if you wanted to do that, you would start with a reasonable amount of time, designate that clearly, and then slowly but surely stretch it in the right direction. Otherwise, if we start with too large of a gap, we get upset about it and we end up shrinking the gap, and that's not the way you want intermittent fasting to work. You want it to grow into something that is really substantial until you hit that critical time of 18 hours and your body is exchanging all of its somethings for its somethings and good things start to happen. Well, let's talk about this in terms of electronics and your cell phone. Here's my intermittent e-fast approach with the cell phone. When I get up in the morning, I do not pick it up. I glanced at it for a second when the alarm went off, 
Usually nothing has happened. No one's called me in the middle of the night. Get up and go through the whole morning routine. Have breakfast. Enjoy time with my wife. And usually Ella, my youngest, gets up first. And not look at it until I go in to get dressed, get ready to go and leave for the day. Now I can sit down for 10 minutes, work through a couple of things, check the emails, do whatever. And then when I get ready to leave, I put it in my bag in the back seat. So I'm intermittent fasting throughout the day. The morning couple of hours, no phone. I go to it, I have my little mini meal of e-endeavors, get in the car and look, I'm one of those people. I pull out the cell phone at every red light. I pull out the cell phone in every parking lot, gas station, and occasionally it's still in my hand while I'm driving, which of course is more than unwise, it's unlawful. Well, now I intermittent fast from the time I get in the vehicle to the time I get out. Then I come into work or something. I've been sitting down, taking 10, 15 minutes. Go through it. Knock yourself out. Have a big meal. But then I'm going to wait till several hours into the workday, put it in a drawer, out of the way. I don't want to look at it and go about my business. Check my email on the computer when necessary and occasionally glance and see if a text came in but intentionally go without it. And what's interesting is I started with small intermittent gaps, nothing out of range, but the benefits started flooding in so immediately, and it wasn't even that hard to do, that I have constantly and really in an accelerated matter started stretching that gap, which is exactly what happens with intermittent fasting and food. You start to feel in control, you're able to focus on other things, and you, you start expanding it rather swiftly. I am committed to 30 days, so this goes right hand in hand with our previous episode. For 30 days, I will hold roughly the schedule I just described to you. And by the way, when I'm on the way home, no cell phone on the way home. When I get home, I do not sit down on the couch and pull that phone out. I leave it in the bag, in my room, check it once before dinner and once before bed. And by check it, I mean, yeah, sit down. Take 10 minutes, make sure you didn't miss the Ed McMahon sweepstakes level Facebook revelation, which occurs about as often as sweepstakes winners. And by the way, if something huge does happen, you'll get a phone call, you'll get a text, someone will reach out to you. That's something interesting. Two things I've learned about this, two things already. If it's really important, someone will reach out to you. And also, you are less important than you think you are. I would check back after three hours and I would think, man, I bet I'm lit up with texts. I'm so important, you know. Nothing. Everybody going on with their life. The revelation was most of the information that fuels me on my phone are not things people have come to me with, but things that I have sought out, which honestly, I've just got too much going in my life to do that. So here's the last thing, last couple of minutes. I really want to get to the benefits This is, in a sense, an exercise in self-control, which is great. But like the fasting in the Bible, it was about more than just the sacrifice. It was about what filled that void. I'm just here to tell you that immediately wonderful things will fill the void that is usually consumed staring at a device. I've spent a lot more time talking to God. I've spent a lot more time thinking through and processing what's already in my head without flooding it with a lot of low-value information that it doesn't need. I have gotten my work done much more efficiently. I have had better conversations with my wife, 
and all four of my children. I have had free time. I love free time. I had free time to take a little nap the other day. I had free time to go hit some range balls that I would not have had because I would have incrementally consumed all that time with five minutes here, 15 minutes there, staring at that phone. By tightening up the pockets, that intermittent fasting, during that period of four hours, I'm setting aside the mundane and I'm doing the important. And so what it does is it opens up some gaps later that I can do some nice, casual, enjoyable things. And let me just tell you, I have not been running to the cell phone when those opportunities arise. I would much rather take a 30-minute nap, go hit some range balls with my boys, then read about who's being traded to the Lakers, or peruse some friend of a friend's vacation pics in some place that I'll never get to go. Now, here's the thing. Both of those things are kind of cool. I'm interested in the Lakers a little bit. I'm interested in vacation photos. I just don't need them. They're not critical for the spiritual daily highlights that I'm living for. They're not as important as virtually anything else that I could do at that time. So I'm relegating those meals to short, small intakes with sizable, manageable, but sizable, and ever-increasing gaps in between. I'm just going to tell you, if you'll just do this for one day, you will not only feel better about yourself, and your thinking will be clearer, and your spirituality will grow, but you will see all kinds of benefits, and you'll feel great about yourself. That sounds like something worth doing. But if you could do this over a period of 30 days, with ever-increasing intervals, you may never look back. So listen, enjoy technology, the good things that we have, peruse a bit of social media, but just remember, there's a big, awesome world out there ready for your attention, and more worthy of it as well. If you're looking to change your focus, start with the intermittent e-fast. Thank you so much for listening today. We encourage you to check out the website, excelstillmore.life, where you can subscribe to emails, order the three-month journal, or check out past episodes. As always, please consider sharing this with people in your life who you think we can help. And whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.